How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. World Series over. Yankees win. The Yankees win. When this happened, you talked about it on the fan. It's their 27th World Championship. The most of any team in any sport in the history of professional sports. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. Yeah, we go, Kramer. DJ Dover to his ass. Good old stuff here. Good old stuff. Tiki doesn't know who this is, does he? No idea. No idea. This is good keg music right here is what it is. Keg music? Yeah, man, sitting around drinking back in the day. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so this week is, is huge. As the entire NFL world descends upon Indianapolis, mm-hmm. not just the young upstarts who are trying to, you know, present the uh, the teams with good 40s and shuttles and bench press and all that stuff, but the agents and the GMs and all the player personnel people, we're getting some action this week. Now, I'm on the record where as Rodgers or, I mean, Rodgers is... You go all in for Rodgers mm-hmm. from a Jets' point of view. I'm not worried about Derek Carr signing somewhere else. I've said that from day one. He will give a, I think he'll give the Jets a chance to match because the Jets obviously going to come big money if they miss out on Rodgers. So Carr's not signing. You go for Rodgers. You pivot to Carr. You settle for Gar- Garoppolo. That's been my standard line for about a month or so now. However, if we don't get some sort of information trickling in you know, like Rodgers needs to communicate a little to the mm-hmm. football world this week. Number one, I'm playing. Yeah. And number two, I'm amenable to playing somewhere else. Now, it doesn't have to be I want to play for the Jets, but he must communicate this week that he's open-minded to both. Otherwise, at that point, I might be willing to pivot and say, you know what? I've given you enough. I'm moving on to car. Yeah, Peace out. At that point, it's, I mean, it's already at that point for me, but at that point for those that are still hanging on for Aaron Rodgers, it becomes, it's not worth 
compromising other potential moves that may need to be done uh, that Joe Douglas could be thinking about regarding trading talent, you know, getting the roster, because it's all about roster construction, right? Getting the roster correct. Why wait this long, especially with the draft not just under over a month or so, a month and a half or so away? Why, you know, fiddle with Aaron Rodgers if he's not going to, if he's not going to be forthcoming. Now the question becomes, which is what is the best fit if Aaron Rodgers does say this? I think he stays, honestly. I think that the Green Bay Packers have started to put out what they actually feel, which is we want you here, Aaron, but you got to be a better teammate. As crazy as that sounds, but as for as good as he has been, that's the truth. He just hasn't been a good teammate. But So I think he stays. But I was just looking at this Sports Illustrated best landing spots. Sports Illustrated? Sports Illustrated. Okay. Yeah, Peter King still is with Sports Illustrated, we love right? Peter. So Peter's great. But they have the Giants as number five. Okay. And so right off the bat, I'm, no say, I'm saying to myself, all right, this makes no sense. Okay, who's number four? Number four is Tennessee, who we've makes talked sense. about. Yeah. Because he, you know, we've heard him talk about, you know, wanting to be there. Maybe he has land there, whatever it may be. Mm-hmm. So Tennessee makes sense. Number and it's the AFC. Th- yep. Number three is even more ludicrous. The oh. Seattle Seahawks. He's not going to Seattle. It's, 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 so Seattle. New York and Seattle, that those 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 throw me off. New number, York Giants. Number yes, New York Giants. Number two is the Jets. Jets. And number one is the Las Vegas Raiders, obviously because of Devontae Adams and mm-hmm. the fact that, you know, that Josh McDaniels needs an elite quarterback. Otherwise his his coaching head coaching career is done. Like he it's almost desperation for Josh McDaniels at this point. Like, if he doesn't have success in the next year, or let's say two, because they can't fire him because of the money that, that the Raiders don't have to pay him if they do fire him, he has to have success. So the most desperate of all of the teams, it's not New York because they're in a good – Giants, not the Giants because they're in a good spot, especially if they re-sign Daniel Jones. It's not Seattle because I think they're actually in a good spot if they re-sign uh, Geno Smith. And there was a story the other day that they're actually pretty good in terms of the contract yeah, parameters. Yeah, so like, it's going to be fine. Yeah, it's I would not, think. It's not even the Jets, really, because of the options that you talked about uh, that, that are out there. Uh-huh. And, um, it's really the, the Raiders. They have a terrible defense, and if they don't get an elite-level quarterback – they're not winning, and Josh McDaniels' career as a head coach is, is for all intents and purposes, over, even though he keeps getting second chance. But they got to find their their guy. That's why I think they're going to take the kid from Kentucky, Will Levis. Yeah. Uh, I've been saying that for a while. That I think he's going him, eighth overall. That would give him legs. It would give him legs. It would give him a little runway to get it going. Mm-hmm. You know, because that's the thing. Like, even if they as got Rodgers. to win now. Yeah. Like, if they got Rodgers and they go 7-10-ish. and Because their defense is the problem. Uh, their defense if you give up, If you give up whatever uh, you give up to get Aaron Rodgers, yeah. you're not helping, you're not fixing your defense. And they're probably going to lose Josh Jacobs as well. Mm-hmm. So, I I mean, if he went to the Raiders, it would stun me. I, I would, listen, I think it's, uh, stun's a little strong because yeah. there's a, enough connection there with Adams. It would surprise me. I think it's either the Jets or the Packers. And I'm standing with the Jets here. Mm-hmm. I do. I'll tell you one thing, though. Like, I, I, I mean, I don't know if he's been a good teammate, a bad teammate. I know how it's been positioned by the Packers. They want, they want him to be more engaged, and that obviously equates to yeah. being a but good teammate if him, you're there. They want him around, they particularly want him around. in the offseason. But this, to me, is a look into Aaron Rodgers' soul. Like, if he's all about the drama and people talking about him and just extending the story, mm-hmm. and he doesn't give us any any sort of direction this week, then that, that I'm really, now I'm, like, disenchanted. Because, you know, Derek Carr has been on the record, I want to recruit players to wherever I go. Yeah, and that's part of it. That's a big part of it. Now, I don't know if Rodgers is going to quite be that, that active recruiter, but he needs to... Uh, 
He needs to get his behind in gear. And, like, you just can't keep the Jets guessing. You can't keep the Raiders guessing. And if he does, then I'm probably going to tap out and say I'm done with Rodgers. And then we go to Carr. This week, this is my drop-dead week on the on the, on the the Rodgers stuff. Yeah, today there has been nothing from Aaron Rodgers, even though we did hear that he was going to meet with the Packers or at least have some sort of conversation with the Green Bay Packers. All right, 877-337-6666. Obviously, the... Uh, the sped up baseball, uh, you know, the, the pitch clock is is a big story as well. And let's go to Lloyd in Wisconsin. What's going on, Lloyd? How are you? How you doing, guys? Hey, what's um, happening? What's going on? Real quick, guys, nobody's really mentioning the length of commercials in between the innings. Mm. Yeah. You know, because if you notice like a national game that you watch on Fox versus SMY or Yes Network, those games are considerably longer. And I think a big part of it has to do with just the length of commercials and oh, how yeah. many there. Yeah, For sure. <laughs> I mean, it, it's just a fact of TV, sports on TV. They they sell a certain number of commercials, so they have this inventory, and they have to get it in. They have to, right? And they've done I away. It, they've man. done away in football with the you know the, like the touchdown, extra point commercial, kickoff commercial. Like they've done away with that, but it still happens in in college football. You see it in. You know, baseball as well. It's just pitching change. You see these commercials happen all that. It's a good point to bring up. Maybe that changes a little bit of this clock timing in some Wait, point. you mean they extended? Or, I mean, don't you think they incorporated I, well, the aspect of, of sales before they implemented this? Of course they did. Right, but if you look at it and, and you even, even if it's just two minutes, yeah. a minute and a half, and it's a minute and a half every half inning, yeah. three minutes times nine innings, you're looking at close to a half hour. Spot, yeah, yeah. Okay. But I'm not sure what the contention is. What, what's the issue? Well, you're speeding up the game of baseball by changing rules and the time clock and the pitch clock yeah. when actually it's advertising. Well, That's really slowing down the game. Well, it's better it. than both slowing down the game. I think, Lloyd, I mean, listen, advertising is never going away. They've got to monetize it. That's their business. So, you know, you're almost like, okay, if we can speed up one thing, it's the game. And you're not going to speed up commercials. Now, what you might start to see more of, you know, when you watch golf and you'll, it'll say like playing through and it'll be a split screen, almost like half of the screen is the actual event. Yes. And the other screen, the other side of the screen is a commercial. Yeah. It's like a live commercial while the, while the game is still going on. You might start seeing that in baseball a little bit more. Um, Listen, I'm quite sure. We do see it every now and then. That's what I'm saying. I'm saying more. More and more. Yes. That's why I, I, I don't think. That Major League Baseball officials are sitting around today saying, oh, boy, we didn't even incorporate commercials into that. <laughs> of course they did. They know that. Terry's in uh, Amenia, New York? Yes. Where, where is Amenia, that, Terry? It's uh, two hours north of Manhattan. It, Do you know where Millbrook is? Millbrook. Uh, about no. Do you know where Sharon, Connecticut is? Uh, no, but I sound like a complete idiot. I think <laughs> I, I don't know anything. Is yeah. it? Is it past, about ninety is, miles? I'm about ninety miles north of Manhattan. Got it. So basically, up towards the Hudson Valley and past that, or no? Oh yeah, uh, I'm in up high up in the Hudson Valley. Gotcha. Well, that's what you had to say. I got you, Ter. Okay, man. Nice spot. What's up? I'm seventy four, going on seventy five. Okay. And I'm a contrarian. <laughs> <laughs> Advertising gotcha. Gotcha. is part of the problem, hmm. but. When I was a kid, most of the games were during the day. We'd watch them on the tube, and the ads came only between whole innings. And I vividly remember seeing one team go on the field as the other was coming off. Hmm. 
if they went back to something like that, or as you say, split screen with some of the ads, whatever, it would speed up the game. The other thing, when it comes to the shift, hitters nowadays no longer learn how to hit to the opposite field, and bunting is a dead art. That's true. Yeah, that's true. That has changed the dynamics of the game and also, if you will, the excitement and the anticipation that comes from saying, oh, goodness, is Phil Rizzuto going to punt? <laughs> you know, that kind of stuff. Well, I, I would say That's this, Terry, and, and I listen, I really respect that. Uh, I grew up with a lot of the same principles, and, and I know you come from an awesome place. And I don't say this like a wise guy, but watching a Yankee game, and maybe you guys did think this, was was there really that excitement ratcheted up? Hey, is Scooter going to drop down a bunt? Mm. I mean, I know it was part of the game, and it led to speed, and it led to movement and motion. You know, fielders having to throw to bases, overthrows. I, that's cool. But are you telling me that young kids would sit there and, and hope that Scooter would drop down a bunt like Aaron Rodgers, like Aaron Judge <laughs> would go deep? No. I, I, can't, I, mean, I can't see that. It depends on how, you know, adept they were at doing it. If, if well, Scooter it, was phenomenal. If it was, was guaranteed hit, of course. You know, you get on base and you got some you got some speed on base. And speaking of speed, we talked about uh, Anthony Volpe briefly. Mm. But I think Volpe, with his baseball IQ, because I, di- I didn't see the sequence where he stole, he got a hit into left center. Well, he had two. One it, of them was to left center. Yeah, yeah, but the one to left center, that was one he ended up on first. Because yep. the one to right, he he took the extra base because the, the right fielder bobbled the ball a little bit or at least misplayed the ball off the wall a little bit. So he took second. Yeah, But the one where he got a hit to left center, and he's on first. I mean, he stole second. It was probably the easiest steal he'll have in his life because the pitcher was not even paying attention, even though it was a pitch out, which is bizarre. And he gamed it, and I don't know if he pitched – but the reason I'm saying I didn't see it is I don't know if he pitched oh, over I saw it. I saw it. twice. Did they pitch over twice? So Did they, they throw over? Did they throw over? I don't over? think they I mean, threw over they, once. They didn't throw over once. No. So, I mean – What really surprised me he was, about he that – He should have been dead to rights. Well – and I said this to you this morning, like, you know, you're on second base, you have your your primary lead, then you have your secondary lead, obviously, and you just kind of gather momentum. It's like you're hopping, basically, yeah. for lack of a better description, toward third, and you want to time it out so as the ball is hitting the catcher's mitt or in the vicinity of the batter's box, your right foot is literally touching the dirt um, so that the timing is that if it's by him, you could keep going. Mm-hmm. If it's a line drive, you could plant, stop, and go back or just stop, and or if you're going to steal. What, but that's on second. What was stunning to me, I, I, I don't think I've seen this very often, it's almost like he had a walking lead at first base. No, he never stopped. It was crazy. He never stopped. And it wasn't because, to your point, it wasn't like they threw over twice. And they couldn't. you can't go a third time. Well, you can't, but you have and to get him out. you got to get him out, otherwise it's a balk, right? It's a balk at that point, yep. not a ball. It's a balk, correct, yep. So it's not like he even timed it because of what transpired before that. It was just uh, a fantastic read. Yeah. Oh, I mean, Bate, you can't have a better start than Volpe. Oh, uh, he looked fantastic. He looked awesome. Except for the double play he did, too. It's okay. A <laughs> couple knocks, a couple steals. We'll take it. I love it. All right. Now he's going to make the team. <laughs> play where? I mean, you know, I, I still think Pross is going to be the opening day shortstop, but if Volpe keeps doing this, it's going to be where very are you hard put him? to put him a second. Well, Torres, yeah, but Torres, got... Torres went up. I know he did. He had <laughs> first homer in the spring. Right. What's going on here? Uh, listen, it's good. Maybe Torres is going to have a good season. Let's get David in Boca Raton. He's got us up on the free Odyssey app. What's up, David? What's up, guys? Listen, I've been listening to the fans from day one. I really never, I probably called five times my whole life. 
Um, you guys are doing a great job. Thank Just you, man. Wanna, um, thank you, guys. I mean, you drive me a little crazy with your Yankee fandom, but we have half there to defend us a little bit. <laughs> but I appreciate you guys. One thing that I'm, I mean, have you ever heard the phrase of if you hear a lie enough, it becomes the truth? Yes. <laughs> That's right. Yes. Tiki. Yes. Tiki. Yes. That's what you're hearing. It's a lie. What? The clock is because the clock is not altering tradition. It's bringing back tradition. Mm. If you look at games from the 60s and 70s, they were two hours and 20 minutes. Yeah. The batter stayed in the box and it was quick. There was no lack of drama when Carlton Fisk hit a game-winning home run. It's interesting. There was no lack of drama when the Giants won the pennant. That still exists, but we became accustomed to the Derek Jeters, take a shot at the Yankees, um, the <laughs> Derek Jeters stepping out of the box, David Wright stepping out of the box every three seconds. The truth is, I think the clock is for tradition, is to bring the game back to what it used to be. That's an interesting that's way to look at it, David. That's a, that's a good way to think about it because mm-hmm. you're right. Back in the day, it wasn't about preening and, you know, promoting yourself and look at me and I got to I gotta get my gloves right and, you know, I got to shake the bat 15 times. You're absolutely right. They just stayed in the box. Yeah. Chris Chambliss, that home run, was that uh, 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 was there no drama in that home run? Wait, like, you're talking about, about against the Royals in 1976? They got him to the World Series, that mm-hmm. one? Yeah, I'm talking about that one. Was there a lack of drama? No, but I mean, I was right. also two years old. I didn't see it live, <laughs> but uh, you know, I, I, I know it, I know it wound up well for us. Although we got swept by the Reds in the World Series, and then got I remember Reggie. That and went back I'm to a, back. a little older than you. But no, I got you. I, I got my you. brother was a big Yankee fan, so I remember those days. But I'll challenge you on this, Dave. And Tiki's right. That's an outstanding way of of looking at it because it, listen, if you just tuned in, the average time of a game was two hours and twenty one minutes back in nineteen fifty. So if you're calling up and lamenting that. This is a, a radical disruption or complete overhaul to the way baseball is played. It's not actually not true because it used to be played at this pace actually quicker right. mm-hmm. because the games this weekend averaged two hours and thirty six minutes. So, David, I, I give you I give you points there for bringing that up. It's it's a unique way to look at it. But there's been many moments in baseball history, and you mentioned Chambliss, but I I, I brought up Kirk Gibson. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I brought up the 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 O'Neill Poloni at bat ninety six World Series down in Atlanta. Um, other moments that would not have transpired with the with the theater, the drama, even, hell, I'd even like to, honestly, I'd like to watch Mookie Wilson's at bat against the Red Sox in 86 again and time that thing out. I'd really like to time I, that out. I think that's a fair point. And maybe there's something to maybe the rule is for seven innings, eight innings, I don't know. But ideally, it's because it's the way we process it. It's because of the way we see it. But at the moment, I don't think it's going to mean that much because we're going to be thinking faster because it's yep. about to happen. I agree. You know, hey, my, you know what I mean? My eight-year-old could play a video game and kick my butt, and I'm like, how did he figure this out so fast? Because they're thinking faster. <laughs> they're processing Well, because it faster. takes old men like us, uh, you know, five weeks to figure out the freaking remote control. The, uh, the, 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 the I was called the joystick. The, the controller. That's why they beat us. Once we figure that out, we got to wax them. <laughs> are you which beating, is what I'm starting to do now. Oh, are yeah. you beating Colton uh, regularly? Yeah. Not regularly. Oh, yeah. It's close. Mm. But it's, I, I laid it on thick in hoops last week. Oh, <laughs> laid it on three-pointer, three-pointer, three-pointer. Uh, it was hoops, fun. hoops isn't fair. Yeah, why not? What do you mean it's not because fair? Because it's so much of it's, of it's just game controlled. You know what I mean? It's like it's controlled by the... By the system, as opposed to the player, like he's not guarding you, man. Oh, man. I see what you're saying, right? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. So you can game the computer system, not necessarily go man to man against Colt. That's true. Tommy's in mini all the Tommy. What's happening, bud? 
Hey, how you doing? How you doing, fellas? Yeah, First time good. I'm What's up, Tommy? First time, huh? Listen, when it comes down to the pitch count, I mean the pitch uh, clock, I'm a little bit on Tiki's side. I'm feeling that the pitcher gets much more, just like what Scherzer did uh, yesterday. Yep. Make the guy step out, and now he's getting eight seconds. He can hold on to the ball. If yep. you're going to give the pitcher 15, at least give the hitter 10. Give him two more seconds. Oh, come on. What are we going to nitpick? Tommy, Tom. Tommy, hold on, Tom. We're going to nitpick over two seconds here, honestly. Well, I mean, what, what, what Tom is talking about is Scherzer actually said. I know he's, he's taking advantage of this. All right. Get in the box. Be ready to hit. Yeah, look, the guy gets in there in eight seconds. The guy's not looking. That, to me, is a Well, you got to start looking. Thing. It's up to you to look. <laughs> I don't think it, as, as long as he's in the box. Yeah, but Tommy, here's, to here's the thing, Tom. Yeah, here's the thing. But let's just say they're, they ta- they're like, oh, let's say Major League Baseball right now is listening to the Tiki and Tierney show. And they might be, all right? Yeah. And they hear Tommy from Mineola call up. And they say, you know what, Tommy and Mineola, he's right. Uh, we were a little light on the uh, on the timing. Let's bump it up from eight to ten. Now, I guarantee in a week somebody else is going to call and say it should go from ten to twelve. <laughs> so you got to well, just. Be a, it shouldn't give the pitcher twice as much time as the hitter to get ready. Yeah, I disagree. Yeah. I disagree. Yeah. The hitter yeah. could get in there and he has to sit there for seven seconds or six, seven seconds, and have to guess. Like you know, it just it messes up with their mind. Which I I believe it's a good thing in the in the. You know, in the future, in the, this year. But watching it, it just seems to me just now that the batters are rushed. Yeah, and it, I just it, it get feels to the, rushed. The before, when they were talking about the 50s and 60s and all that, the, the pitchers weren't the pitchers now that you got three guys who could throw over 100, a slider's at 98. Mm-hmm. You know, like, it's much much harder to hit the ball now than it was back then. Yeah, you're right. And back then, and back then they were pitching. They were, it, was, it was pitching, right? They had to fool you. As opposed to blow you away. Well, it's all relative. First of yeah. all, there were guys who threw 98. Not Bob Felder threw 100 just about. Uh, I know it was measured with an antiquated speed radar. I get that. But, you know, I mean, guys did throw hard. But it's relative. If you're only seeing 89, 90, 91, and then all of a sudden you see 95, it's it's hard to hit. You know, and I, I can almost make the case that it's easier to hit today because everybody throws hard and you get used to it. And every level has gone through an appreciable uptick in velocity. So if you're a sophomore or junior in high school, you're throwing harder than the sophomores and juniors that I faced in high school and seniors. You, you just are. Same with college, same with minors. It is what it is. So you get used to it. You get used to it. 877-337-6666 is our number. Tiki and Tierney on the fan. And we got you till 2. Then it's Cartner Roberts after us. Go for it. Call the fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. All right, 1127 on the Fantique Interior Show here on this Monday. What's happening? All right, 877-337-6666, our number. Uh, we'll get back to you in a moment. Just to let you know what's coming up. 12 noon all in, uh, 12 o'clock hour as well. More Yankee tickets, regular season, and also a chance to register for the grand prize trip. Go down to Tampa, uh, watch the Yankees. We'll fly you down. We'll put you up, give you dinner as well. That's going to be pretty sweet. And... You know, listen, uh, you can feel it. Uh, Even if you're trying to resist it, and many of you aren't, but there's some of you who are. I think my partner was last week. 
Uh, this Nick energy is now officially I'm undeniable. Resist- I'm not resisting yeah, it. Really, you weren't buying it. I needed to hey, see. I needed to like, see yeah. it. I need. I, am I, am my I excited? Flapping away again. Am I excited that they beat the the, the Washington Wizards? Yeah, not really. Okay, Chris Randall Dapp- had 46. Okay, Chris Dapps Porzingis went off in the first quarter. Now, granted, he scored another point until two free <laughs> throws. Shots. In the, the foul throw yeah. in the fourth quarter. I think it was like two minutes. It left was very well. late. It was really it was late. late. I'm like, late. dude, what happened to Chris Dapps? I was at the Seton Hall game. They got destroyed. <laughs> I was, I was I was following it because they had the TVs on the Knicks on, uh-huh. the, on the Knicks game. They know what's up. And I was like, dude, this Knicks team. That's right. They got smacked around in the first quarter, but then they stormed back. Uh-huh. But again, it's the Wizards. Okay, and but then, then the next night you smack around the Pelicans. Yeah, you got to smack around the, Pelican, the bad teams. The Pelicans without Zion. And by the way, Boy, I'm hearing a lot of excuses just, from this guy. No, just what about down in Atlanta for, last week? Was okay, that okay for you? Yeah, but they they, just, not they, good they, they fired their coach. Okay, what about tonight when they beat the Celtics? Is that going to be good enough for you? That's what I'm waiting for. That's that's, a, that's the point there that I'm getting go. to. But just a, just an aside, real quick, I am I, I'm not done with Zion Williams, but I, Williamson, but I'm almost done with him. It's every year, dude. Every year, you're like, oh, Zion Williams is going to be. He's look at the Pelicans are going to be a force, and then oh, he's out for two months, or he's out for three weeks, or he's out for whatever. Mm-hmm. And so, as 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 good as a win as that was, because. Between the the big three, if you want to call them the Knicks big three, they're not a big three in the NBA, but they are so, so, starting starting to get there because only because of R.J. Barrett. Um, I think there's a big two, and then and then R.J. Barrett, mm-hmm. but twenty three of them they have seventy three points and they look dominant, seven assists for R.J. and he finally had a game where you felt good about him. But at the end of the day, I end up saying it's the Pelicans without Zion Williamson, and so I'm not excited about that. I need to see them play the Celtics. The Celtics are. Not the hottest team. That's the Milwaukee Bucks, by the way. Won 14 in a row, and Drew Holiday just doesn't get enough respect. He's been playing great. How dominant he's been without Giannis. But I need to see them do this against the Celtics. Now, I know that Jalen Brown probably won't play. It's personal reasons. I don't know. They didn't really say. But without him, it's still the Celtics. And they're one of the best teams in the East, if not the best team in the East. If the Knicks do this against the Celtics, Mm -hmm. Then I'll start to come to your side, and maybe not quite go as far as you and say they're getting to the Eastern Conference Finals. But if they play this way, this trend that they've been on, and and Josh Hart off the bench, who was just dominant—that's I mean, who he is. That's not going to change. That's the player. But that if he's they always do it been. against the best, teams, I got you. Not the Wizards, I not the Pelicans you. without Zion. Then I'll start. Not screaming with you, but maybe co-signing a little bit. I understand what you're saying. It is a big week for the Knicks. We're going to get some more answers. I mean, they've won five straight. They're starting to defend the garden floor, which Mm -hmm. was a mess uh, for so much of the season early on. They were just bad at the garden, which was really inexplicable. Uh, But you've got the Celtics twice. You've got the Miami Heat this week. In in between that, you've got the Nets, who who have lost four or five. Who they should destroy. Yeah, you know, I I don't don't look at it. Just win the game. I mean, the the Nets are so good. We're going to start sitting here saying they should destroy teams. Yeah, but just win. The Nets to the Bulls. You saw that? Well, I was, yeah. They had like 36. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas. Phoenix and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. 
Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven! Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of colors starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Boy, it was like seven. Yeah, it was awful. It was 102 to 53. It happens. Boy. It happens. Well, that shouldn't happen too In often. the fourth quarter, you're down by 50? Yeah. <laughs> no, it's fun. You can feel there's a real energy with these Knicks. And the cool yeah. thing about this is that they're going to be together for a while. I know Boomer was talking about this. I think Vicaro wrote about this over the weekend. You know, outside of Randall, who's 28, this mm-hmm. Nick Core, they're all young and Very. they're all under contract. Brunson just signed a four-year deal. Quickly's young. Uh, obviously, you know, Josh Hart wants to be extended. He will be. He seems to be a great fit. Mitchell Robinson got extended. He's young, and he's back, and he looked pretty good so far. So this is a lot of fun. And Saturday, yeah, you don't get to see this too much with the Knicks because the absence of history is it's painful. Yeah, the last championship was 73. Mm-hmm. But I'm watching the pregame ceremony, right? What was it halftime? Hold on. Now I forget. Um, I think it was maybe pregame. Either way, I, I did watch it. And they had all the living members from the 73 championship team there. Dr. Barnett, who called mm-hmm. our show, was there. Yeah. God bless him. Bill Bradley, of course. Uh, Phil Jackson was not there. Got to keep an eye out for that book, Dr. Barnett's book. Yeah, yeah, he's a very interesting man. Uh, Dave DeBuscher passed away a long time ago, unfortunately. Phil Jackson wasn't there, as I said. Uh, But anyway, like, that was awesome. But then I love what the Knicks did, too. Bernard King was there. Larry Mm -hmm. Johnson was there. Johnson, I mean, Starks is always there. Alan Houston's always there. But they brought back, you know, they had the video message from Ewing. Like, it was a nice connection that you don't get as much because the Knicks haven't won. Mm-hmm. Not that they don't reference those teams. Yeah. They're revered. I get it. But it was good to – I thought the Knicks did a really good job with that. Saturday was fun, and let's keep it going. Yeah, look, it feels like they're on the come. They're the hottest team outside of the Milwaukee Bucks in all of basketball right now, Eastern and Western Conference. The Bucks, for those that have followed, 14 games in a row they've won. Their last 10, that's what I was looking at. 10-0, and obviously, because they've won 14 in a row. But the Knicks are right behind them. Eight and two over their last ten, and it you feel it. It's not just they played teams that they should be beating, which is partly the case, but it's also just the way that they're playing and the and the, the unselfishness with which they're playing, and, and it's it's like they know their roles finally. It just it's kind of awesome to see because it's felt like a couple of years before we felt this was real. The twenty twenty season, it, even even though it was happening, I was like, this is not real. It was just kind of. 
they were playing outside of themselves. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then it showed itself when they got destroyed by the Hawks in the in the in the first round of the playoffs. But this year it feels real. And the Celtics tonight, right? Tonight. Yep. That's the game that you keep your eye on to see if it's really for real. Well, it feels real, it feels sustainable, and it's absolutely organic. Yes. Which is awesome. Yes. You know, you draft these guys. It's been a long time since the Knicks have had so many draft picks that are mm-hmm. playing meaningful roles and really doing well. You know, I know Barrett's still up and down, and he was, you know, he was one really good game over the yeah, weekend. But, he was but good. you know, he was good in the two in the two man game, right? With yeah, with Mitchell I just, Robinson, I can't get behind Barrett. I can't he's, either. But he still worries me. He had he teams. had a game doing what he does well, which is which is rare. And so embrace it while you can. Mm. Maybe maybe it clicks on that switch that happens to him seemingly every year, right? Remember it was COVID a couple last year or two years ago, whatever it was. It was the COVID. He had COVID early, and it finally got over it, and he started playing great and. Maybe it happens, but I'm not optimistic well, either. Like even you. the last, aside from 2020 that you just referenced, the last really good team the Knicks had with Woodson when they won 54 times. Think about the composition of the roster. Carmelo was in a trade. Mm-hmm. Jason Kidd played big minutes. Obviously not an original Nick. Rashad, Rashid Wallace played minutes. So, you know, they brought in Chandler, who mm-hmm. won Defense Player of the Year. But none of these guys were like Tyson Knicks. This yeah. is this the this Knicks team is made of Knicks. Yeah, but they're all which kind is of, awesome. but they're all also kind of brought in. Jalen Brunson's brought no, in. No, they drafted quickly. They yeah, drafted Barrett. They signed Har- Mitchell Robinson. But, but, the, Come but, on. The, but the catalyst for this turnaround or whatever, not turnaround, but for whatever it is, the surge, it's all guys that they just brought in. Like Brunson and Hart and even Art even um even um Julius Randle. Yeah, but Teak, what I'm saying, I, I got that. But if you watch the Knicks, I would almost guarantee any time, unless it's like a route. You're watching five guys on the court. Three of those guys are drafted. At least two yeah. are drafted by okay. the Knicks. And a lot of times, three guys were. Yeah, especially when now you have with... the quickly top and Barrett combo. Yeah, especially, especially now with Mitch back. So. Yeah. Uh, let's get, how about Mike up in New Rochelle? What's happening, Mikey? Hey, what's up, guys? What's happening, Mike? How's everything? Good, Mike. Hey, do you guys remember the uh, the old time show used to come on Sunday nights? It was called the George Michael Sports Machine. Oh, I yeah, do. Of course. I do. That was do. big down in my uh, neck of the woods. DC, wood. I think it was, yeah. it was based out yeah, of, right? Of course. Well, we're going to go into the Mike Bombay Rewind machine, okay? (laughs) We're going to go into the time machine nine months ago, okay? When I told both you guys, it is not worth trading all these picks, all these players for Mitchell, okay? Both of you, maybe maybe both of you, maybe half of one one or both of you were... Let's get Mitchell. We got to get a we got to get a superstar in here, mm-hmm. right? I'm not trying to start problems. No, I, know no, you're I, I absolutely no, no, no problem. I, I would have absolutely. I'd still trade Barrett for Mitchell Rob for uh, Donovan Mitchell. Absolutely, now, I said that. You make that trade. Do you think the Knicks are where they are? Yeah, right now. Yes. Yeah. Because they're probably a, better. Who's on the team? They're, they're, who's a, on they're, the team? they're a superstar scorer away from being one of the best teams in the East. Yeah. What I'm asking is, if they make the Mitchell trade, who who is left on this? Well, first of all, you would give up RJ. Washington. You would give it up RJ Barrett and Toppin. Now, if Quickly's off the team, that changes the dynamic. Uh, quickly, I, I, here's where I'll admit I think I was wrong. Grimes, I, they wanted Grimes. Yeah, no, I got you. Hold on, they, they I, hold on, hold on, Mike. On I, I thought that I really thought that Quickly was a little too inefficient for me, and and Quickly is better than I thought. But I think I think the Grimes and the Quickly and all these other pieces were instead of not in addition to. The Barrett. Barrett. He yeah. wanted he wanted to kill us for, for Mitchell, uh Mr. Ainge. Yeah, but and I think I but I so think I, I think he wanted the picks and Grimes quickly because he did he yeah. knew he couldn't get RJ Barrett. But if he could have gotten RJ Barrett, 
we, Grimes and Quickly weren't part of that conversation. And they pivoted to Barrett later. And yeah. that's what the next said no. And then and they again, made the hasty we extension. Don't, we don't know actually what he was asking for. We're just kind of speculating on this. No, no, we kind of uh, know. On, but on he this. was asking for a lot. Yeah, I know. But wouldn't you have given that. up R.J. Barrett for, for, for Mitchell? You definitely would have. Yeah, but it wasn't just Barrett. You know what I mean? It was like all the picks. It was Grimes. Well, how, how many was, picks we're going to have? Yeah, but you got to use them. Exactly. Hey, we still have we still have our picks. All of these all of these players, okay, besides Brunson, who I'll go into the time machine and admit I knew nothing about. You know, I didn't know what the big to do was about Brunson. I, I'll tell you that straight up. And right now, hey, I'll give it to him. He without like Tiki said, this team has strived off the one free agent, and then they built this team. It was supposed to be around Randall, but now you can see Randall's just a uh, supporting cast. Well, I mean, Brunson supporting is cast, he's up 46. Yeah. Supporting I mean, cast. He's, a little, he's an all-star. He's a little bit know, more than a supporting, supporting cast. Supporting, this guy, Brunson, comes in, and, and they follow him. No, he needed, you know no, he needed, he needed it, a playmaker. He oh, need, I see what you're saying. He needed a playmaker. Yeah, you're right. definitely a playmaker. You're right. They haven't had a playmaker since Marbury, man, at, at, oh. at the point guard. Oh, that was awful. Am I right? Uh, well, <laughs> I mean, he created for himself. Yeah, yeah, I mean, you know, Marbury, was that was a tough era, man. I would probably go back to maybe Mark Jackson. I mean, Marbury, that was awful. Marbury in China, maybe. Yeah, he's a legend. He was great. He's got a statue over there. He does have he? a statue. It's bizarre. It's probably, he's got a maybe statue. one of the most bizarre careers of any like star coming out of college that you could ever remember. Bizarre. We're going to use the word bizarre. Let bizarre. Me, let me, bizarre. Because huh. Did you not think he would make it? In I thought he was going to make it in the NBA. Well, he did make it. He averaged twenty points and eight assists. Okay. Only Oscar Robertson did that. He did that most of his career. Yeah, it's but true. he didn't win. That's the problem. He didn't win, but I almost don't even remember it. Uh, because you, we were. You were playing. I you were an you know, average I, NBA fan. Marbury was a beast for some NBA, years. His NBA career doesn't like smash you in the face. Well, it, it does if you watch the NBA every night back then. Mm-hmm. Now, but it also smashes you in the face for the wrong reasons. <laughs> he, he, Maybe that's why. <laughs> that's true. Pull up his stats as, if am. you can. I'm looking at this. So he, um, you know, in Minnesota. He clashed with Garnett. And listen, I get it. Young guys who want to be the man. Yeah. They come, that happened. They're not. It happened with uh, Jimmy Jackson, Jamal Mashburn, Jason Kidd out in Dallas uh, back in the day. It happens. Young bucks who are trying to be the alpha. Okay. So then he gets dealt. He's with Phoenix. He was very good with Phoenix. People forget he was with Phoenix. I think he had a three-pointer at the buzzer in a playoff yeah, game, you too, know with what the it, You know what it is, BT? Then the it's, Nets, it's, he put up numbers. It's, it's, he, he, was, he was with the Nets, and that's the game I went to. Remember, I went to the game, oh, yeah, and it was yeah. just Sinead O'Connor at halftime, or whatever it was. Maybe not Sinead O'Connor. I forget who it was. It was sung at halftime. But I was no, like, you told me it was Sinead. I think you it said, was. Yeah, you said was. that a few times. It was, but. That's what I remember, but it's because he bounced everywhere, man. I know he was because he was he was tough to handle. Minnesota, New Jersey Nets at the time. Yep, Phoenix Suns. He was there for three years. The Knicks. Okay. He was here for five. Now, what was his average? What he averaged? Nineteen? What nineteen a game? Yeah, he I hung gotta, around I a little bit. Find, at the end. I kind of find the stats. Yeah, I mean, at the end, it was ultimately it was about nineteen per year. And per how many year? assists? Twenty three, twenty four. In New Jersey, that was the one year, um, the, the game that I went to, that was that was his career high at 24. Um, he averaged over his career seven and a half assists a game. I mean, yeah, now, I those did. numbers dropped as a batting average will drop if you hang on. But there, And I remember reference, referencing this a lot um, many times because there was really nothing else to say yeah. about the Knicks. But at one point for much of his career, Marbury was... Yeah, you get to 04, 05, mm-hmm. it's about eight, eight, eight 
change yeah. per year. And at that point, and, and at that point, and slightly beyond, along with Oscar Robertson, he was the only player in the history of the NBA to average 20 points and eight assists. Mm-hmm. Now, I know we're desensitized to these numbers, and the other night there was 176 points. It's ridiculous, the NBA. Yeah. Teams are scoring 50 points in the first quarter, 80 points and a half. It's stupid. But back then, Marbury, like 20 points was 20 points. I mean, it was 20 points like the 80s, but it was still 20 points. And then he goes to Shenzhen in in China. I'm assuming averages 30, 29, then 25, then 25, then 30. Yeah. And then then obviously he's older at that point. But yeah, he was a he was had a, a statue out there. Does. Still does. So if they were to uh, ever build statues here at the fan, how many would they have? Because think about this: the Lakers, they've got a bunch. And then some other ones only have like one or two. So we'd obviously have Mike and Chris. They'd have to be together, Mike and Chris, right? Mm-hmm. You got to do that. They they might they might uh, you know they know. might want their own, but we're gonna make them together, Mike and Chris. Well, I mean, they're they're friendly now, right? No, no, I'm not saying that it's contentious, but you know, Mike was also here for a long time without Chris, yeah. and he was still number one. He rocked it. Um, let's see, Mike and Chris. I miss is not getting a statue after what happened. Mm-hmm. He, no, I miss him. He said in my ear, I miss. I miss is not getting that statue. I don't think. Uh, Mike and Chris, who else? Hoff, you've been here a long time. Uh, do we get a little... Uh, does Beningo get a statue? Yes. I agree. Mm-hmm. Uh, does the Schmooze get a statue? Yes. I agree. But yet, the Schmooze has the break room named after him, and Beningo has nothing named after him. So maybe Beningo gets shafted again and doesn't mm. get a statue. Well, there's there's nothing left to name. Like, what do you name it after? He always said it'd be the bathroom. <laughs> he, always did, <laughs> he always did say that's true. Um, you know, I mean... Boomer and Gio were doing great, but Boomer and Carton, they crushed it. Yeah. I mean, if it's up to Craig, he's going to have multiple statues of himself, of course. But I, you know, how do you not give something to Boomer and Craig, right? Huff? Yeah, I guess you need a statue, statue for both, I guess. I don't know. I think Boomer's got to get something, too. Boomer's, yeah, Boomer's got to have some sort of... Well, I mean, he's still here, though. So well, the statue's not made yet, right? Don't you, still, don't you get the living legend? It's true. It's a living he legend. He's a living legend. Mm-hmm. That's how it goes. You're a living legend. Where are they going to put us, Teak? Down the crawl space? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> the Teak and Tierney crawl space filled with uh, ants and dust. They can put us in the tech room, the Teak and Tierney tech room. No, that's your spot. I don't want to be in the, that nerdville with you and your nerd friends. Let me get John in uh, in, Cor- in Corum. What's going on, John? How you doing today? How's it going, man? What's up, John? Hey. What's up, John? So, um, talk about the time of the game. When I was seven... My father was a diehard Yankee fan, 1961. We grew up in Brooklyn. We didn't have a car. So we used to take the subway from Brooklyn, the Port, Port Authority, up on the Six, up to the Bronx. My father always used to say, if we're going to the Bronx, we're going for two. Okay. Get up there at 12, got up there at 1230, the doubleheader, and then 15 minutes in between games, second game, done. Train home, and we were home for dinner. Okay, could you imagine? No, I mean, I mean, like really. But my father, '61 was a good year, but he was a diehard Yankee fan because being Italian from Brooklyn, Joe DiMaggio, yep. Italian guy in center field, married to Marilyn Monroe. You know, like he was, he was the highlight. Back then, and uh, for the World War II guys, my father and him were the same age. But, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, yeah that, that's so, the, it. Know. Doesn't it doesn't go that way anymore, John? You know, it's uh, I know. Yeah, that's why to to me, 
to, to speed for me, to speed this up, listen, we can't do things about traffic patterns and pricing. We can do something about how long we have to sit and watch what's become too, uh, too laborious for far too long. Sports is supposed to be fun. Like, yeah, you're going to get frustrated when your team doesn't play well, but you shouldn't get frustrated sitting there just watching the pattern of the game. Yeah, and that, that Come would, on. That, that's become the problem. I just Big think problem. that it's a little bit too fast as of as – of, Get we'll over see. it. Suck it we'll up, see. Barbara. Come we'll on, see. dude. Eventually it'll be fine, I'm sure. It's a buzzkill with this. But right, it's awesome. I'm, the it's only not, one who says it stinks. It's, it's been I great. I don't say it stinks. I'm just saying it went from a chess contemplative pitcher versus hitter situation to – all right, pitch batter, get into the box. You have no chance to think about anything. The pitcher now has the advantage. Is it good or bad? Well, the, I, the, the apparent, the, the the evidence will tell us statistically in time. Right now, the evidence is telling us that it sped up the game by half an hour. If this sticks year over year, last year it was three hours and six minutes. Three hundred six and twenty. Was, two years ago it was. Two, last two years year was ago. a little bit, a little bit less. I think three hundred one. It's two thirty six in the spring training. Mm-hmm. Spring training is different kinds of games, as we all know. But still, uh, the evidence is in the pudding. It's it's it wor- it's working. But I also think to the detriment in some cases of the hitter. Uh, so. We were messing around with this, and and Hoff went back, and you you probed a little more deeply into the Mookie at bat in the '86 World Series. What was it? Uh, I want you to actually take us through it, but it was about three and a half minutes the entire at bat, right? So from Mookie, first, the whole at bat, yeah. What? So from the first pitch to to his game winning hit, it was about three and a well, half. It's an error. It's not a game winning hit. It's an error. error. Mm. Game winning error. Mm. Fine. Either yeah, way, they won. The game. Striking but anyway, the ball between so, the legs of Bill Buckner. To lead off, though, because this is a six and a half minute clip, uh, the whole the whole video that I see. But uh-huh. to lead off for the first pitch took about forty five seconds because the pitch Stanley was like rubbing the ball. Was, was Mookie going, in the box at this point? Uh, he was walking close to it, but they were doing the uh, yeah. The, he was there. The umpire came out to talk to the to the pitcher. They mm-hmm. were talking about forty five seconds. Then from the first pitch is about forty seven seconds or whatever in this video clip when he, they threw the first pitch. Ugh. In between that, ten pitches. There's an uh, there's a wild pitch thrown. Yeah, was that um, Stanley on the mound? Stanley was on the mound. He was a slow, plodding, methodical. Oh, he took forever. But but he le- just looked like a non-athlete too. Leading up to the last pitch, it took thirty seconds between pitches. He the second baseman came out to talk to Stanley. Mookie Is that went. Marty Barrett, who's playing second yes, at Marty, that point. Marty, Marty Barrett. Barrett. The uh, Mookie went and like kind of like patted his bat down. Went to like the uh, the the hitters. The on deck circle. Yeah, on deck circle. Pine do, talk. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Walked back back out there. Took about thirty seconds for that pitch, oh. and then game winning hit. So wow. error. But you. three. And a half, three and a half minutes for ten pitches. Okay, so now you staunchly oppose this. You think do, that yeah. theater is going to be stripped away? Now you just desc- now granted it's favorable for your team. Three and a half Mets minutes. Win the- I- but you think that that's fun? Three uh, three minutes and thirty seconds for that bat? Okay, there was ten pitches, but here's horrendous. The- so, so here's that's a-, a lot of pitches. It though. Stinks. Here's the thing: is I'm not totally opposed to it all, but I like there was moments where they took a step back. And that's what I like. And you can't take a step back. Now it's like take, take a step forward. It, it, it don't like think allows, through it. Just, it. just throw a ball. It allows the drama to build. I it. love that. Hmm. I I love baseball. Maybe I'm an idiot, but I love baseball. So I love I. watching those. But you're telling me that the game's moving too slow, and no, I, can't, I, I don't love care baseball, about those moments. But I love my life more. But I need if you're, some but, more of my life. But BT, it's what? the most important. If it's the most important part of the game, if it's the ninth inning and bases are loaded, the most important part of the game is there. You want it to hurry up and let's go because I, I just want the game to end. No, you no. want to sit there and dive in it into, and just like marinate in that situation. I'll give you this, Hoff. For the greater good of the sport and for the advancement of the sport, which is what this is all about, 
I'm willing to lose a little bit of that whatever on the back end. Especially if I it's know a, it's coming. I get that. Especially, BT, if it's a non-memorable moment. So yeah, which is like 95% of every baseball exactly. game that we watch. Exactly. Okay, so fine. So it's, make it, it's game 122. So make it the regular season. Hell, you got the, the second base. Uh, you got to run on second base in the 10th inning, right? So yes. do that in the regular season, but the playoffs got to be different. Uh, you know what? If they amended that, I would actually be okay with that in the playoffs. I, I would be. Mm. I would be. Especially the late innings, too, because those are the, those yeah. are the high leverage situations. You don't have to sell it. That part I get. I just know that you have to sacrifice something that you might like. To get something that I think long term is better. Great, so we can get out of, and we could we could go to a game and be gone within two and a half hours and still spend the same amount of money. I mean, come yeah, on. Yeah, I mean, we want to sleep in the dugout. I, I mean, do. you gotta go home, dude. I want the experience. You're there for the experience. If you're going to a football game, you're going there for the whole day. I understand. Listen, not everyone's going to a baseball game for the whole day, but a lot of people do. Uh, if you're gonna go, you're not gonna go there for two quick two hours. You're yeah. gonna be there for a while. Stop, hey. stop hanging out every night. You got a wife and kids at home. Yeah, Angelo's uh, <laughs> Angelo's in Brooklyn. What's up, Angelo? How are you What's today, up, Angelo? Okay, guys, how are you? Good, man. Really, uh, really enjoy your show. Thank you, man. You guys talk sports. You guys talk sports. You don't have this other shit going on. Because <laughs> I don't know any anyway. of that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Tiki I want to... Yes, yes. <laughs> I say this somewhat <laughs> tongue-in-cheek, but I think the reason for today's pitch clock goes back to Mike Hargrove. Oh, the human rain delay. Oh, yeah. The Mike, human I don't, I don't know Mike Hargrove. Yeah, Indians back there. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. I remember this. Yeah. Yeah, Indians, and then he managed, uh, he managed the, uh, he plays Texas, managed the Indians, and then yep. managed, I believe, Baltimore. I remember, I, right. I do remember him as a kid. I remember, obviously, a manager. But I remember him being so methodical. Uh, now, I, oh, now, now Angelo, to be fair, when I was watching baseball as a kid, I granted it was quicker because I gave you the the by decade the the time per game. But like when somebody was really taking their time, I I don't remember getting frustrated. Mm. I'd be lying if I said no, I was getting. Fr- I didn't. I agree with you. You know, except for him, yeah. he would hitch his belt. He would tug on his cap. Yeah. He would. Play with his gloves. I mean, it was ridiculous. Let me let but, me make this personal for BT real quick. Hold on, hang on a second, Angelo, because I think you're hitting on something. Go ahead. So you watch a game with Colt now. Mm-hmm. So you're watching a game with Colt. He's asking a question, but a pitch is getting ready to start. Now what do you do? I hit pause, and I explain it to him. <laughs> oh, you're cheating, It's the easiest dude. question you ask me all day. <laughs> That's cheating. How is that cheating? <laughs> because what, what, what happens if you go to the ballpark? You're at... The, the game. Which we do a lot. Exactly. Yeah. And he's asking you a question, and now you're you're shushing him? Like, what's happening? No. no first, no. Um, I would explain to him. You know, and like, he's got eyes, and he can see if there's a double in the gap. As daddy's mid-explanation. He'll be able to process both things. He's not two years old. No. He gets the game. All right. You know? Go ahead, Angelo. All right. The kicker is, I actually have a personal connection to Mike because uh, I went to a small school in small town called Alda, Oklahoma. Okay. The name of the uh, name of the college was Northwestern State College. Since then they've changed the name to Northwestern uh, Oklahoma State University. Okay. Anyway, I played varsity ball with Mike for 3 years. Oh. Back in the uh, early 70s. Mm-hmm. And you know, he was uh, line drive, gap to gap hitter. Didn't hit a lot of home runs, and he sort of continued that trend, you know, when, uh, yeah, when yeah, he made the major leagues. And uh, he didn't have any of that going on back then. He got in the box, and, you know, it was like what you would expect that is to be uh, today. Get in the box, get ready for the pitch, swing, 
And uh, I, I just thought that, you know, just want to let you know, I actually played ball with him for three years. Nice. So it's, it's, like a, it's a humble break is what you're saying. But by, by calling <laughs> yeah. up to talk about the pitch clock, that's Angelo's way of saying he played college ball. I like it. Hey. I respect that. And, and one of, one of my, uh, whenever they came into town, I would call the Yankee front office and i tried try to... Uh, I try to learn what hotel they were staying at, and <laughs> usually they were pretty good about it. And they told me, and I would, uh, I called the hotel, and I'd get connected to his room. Nice. And he he would leave uh, tickets for me and my dad at the gate. You know, uh, usually uh, third base line by yeah. the visitors dugout. Yeah. And this was just before my father passed, and uh, we went to a game, and my father said, "You think he can give us an autograph?" And I said, well, all right, I'll call him over. And uh, <laughs> he, was, he was on the field. He came by. I introduced him to my father. And yeah. he signed, signed the ball for him, and I still have it. Well, nice. you guys are a bunch of nice. mooches, huh? I mean, nice. hands out yeah. the whole time. <laughs> I'm just North, kidding, Northwestern Good Oklahoma story, Angelo. State Thank you, buddy. University, Alva, Indiana. Hey, Mike, can you leave tickets? Hey, Mike, can you come sign this? Hey, Mike, can we get a tour of the field? Hey, Mike, can we go to dinner after the game? You pick up the bill. Leave Mike alone. The Rowdy, the rowdy Rangers. I'm looking rowdy at Rangers. Um, this has got interesting. What are they called now? The Rowdy Rangers, an interesting group of of notable alumni. They're Let's all like professional football, but you won't know any of them. How do you know? Do you know uh, Odie Armstrong? Yes. <laughs> he played as a free agent for the Oklahoma Predators. For the Predators, right? Yep. Yep. <laughs> Who else? Who else? I know all these guys. Uh, Patrick Creighton. Creighton. Patrick Creighton. Yeah, basketball player. He played for. I, he made it to the league. Him I actually do know. No he, kidding around. That, I know that Wide name. receiver for the Cowboys and the Chargers. Oh, I thought it was the NBA. Okay, <laughs> no. I don't know. Hargrove. I, oh, wait, just, Creighton was with Dallas? Yeah. I do we know just, that name. We were just talking about him. Yep. Um, let's see. Ron Moore. Well, I know a couple of Moores. Um, pitcher? He was drafted in the seventh round of the 2000 draft. Oh, yeah. I remember Ron Moore. Uh, he was a professional football player. Chip Myers. Okay. Uh, wide receiver for the Bengals and the 49ers. Galen Nickerson, professional basketball player. What year? I don't I don't know. It doesn't have the the year on it. So um, they have a decent alumni. Is it Mike Hargrove on the Lynn list? Lynn Scott. Okay. He played for the Cowboys as well. Right. And we get the we get the point. They Brian put out some guys. Socia. But this is tiny school. Socia. There's uh there's there's two thousand kids in yeah, the yeah. school. And he's got all these. Is Mike Cargrove's name on that list? It he is. just didn't read it. No, yeah, yeah. I did say Mike. Oh, I didn't Hargrove. hear you say. I'm sorry. Yeah, Mike Cargrove, right. definitely on the nice. probably the most prominent one of all these other guys. There you go. We went down a Mike Cargrove rabbit yeah. hole. Billionaire yeah. entrepreneur Mike huh. Ading, uh, Adinuga. Okay. Founder of Nigeria. Call him up. Get some money. Wait, is he the one sending us those emails? Eight seven seven three three seven sixty six sixty six. Tiki and Tierney here on the fan. Uh, we've got all in coming up in a moment. Also, we got Yankee tickets and a chance to register for the grand prize. Go down to Tampa to watch the Yankees get ready for the season. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. 
Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven! Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of colors starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.